Hi, hello. Hello, hello. Wow, do we sound really good right now? Do we sound professional as fuck? I think we do because we We are, are, bitches. I am the haunted house that you pooped in when you were a little kid, (laughs) Sintisha Coates. I really did pee in several haunted houses growing up. Um, That's a side note. Hi, I am the egg that got thrown in your face on Halloween, trick-or-treating Megan Fly. And you are listening to Limited Limited 2. And we are broadcasting from Tightrope Recording, baby. Yeah, baby. Cue upgrade you by Beyonce. <laughs> Moving on up. We're uh, stoked to be here. Y'all, we are so hyped to be here right now. We sound so good, and we hope that we are just ringing in your little ears. We hope you're like, oh, wow. They sound milky. They sound milky. They sound like the fucking milk. Milky, milky cocoa makes your milk. Max was even laughing. (laughs) Welcome to our silly, silly show. Thank you, Tightrope Studio, for having us. We appreciate you. For all my fellow podcasters and professional peeps, this place is sick. This is it. The people are sick, and it's good company, good time, good place. So. We're really glad to be here. Um, you want to tell them what we're chatting about today in these really cool fancy mics? Yeah. I mean, today, it, of course, we have to keep the spooky theme going. Because it's Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. We are going to talk about some really great nostalgic episodes of some of our favorite old school TV shows. Like the best. The best. Like the creme de la creme of spooky TV from 90s, 2000s. It was hard to pick because we literally had a scroll. (laughs) An old time scroll. An old time scroll. And we said, let's look here. Let's carve which ones we should watch into the scroll. Yeah. I really pushed for a couple of these and Tisha really pushed for a couple of these. And we really got a good combo of like the ones that we loved growing up. And these are a mixture of like Disney Channel ones. Actually, they're all they're all Disney Channel except for one. Except for one. And it is the iconic Buffy Buffy the Vampire Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Now, you might be thinking, well, which Halloween episode is it, Megan? Well... And Tisha, well. let me tell you, it's season three where season three, right? It might be season two. <laughs> Wait, actually. why am I like blinking? It might be season two. I believe it's actually season two, episode like seven. It's called Halloween. Six, episode six. Episode Michael Bergance is going to punch me in the yeah, face. And Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. She's going to stake me. She is. She's going to get me right in the heart because I am a vampire. You are on her hit list. I would I would I would let Buffy kill me just so I could like tell people in heaven, hell or purgatory, wherever I end up. (laughs) Buffy the Vampire Slayer killed me and I'll be famous. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, we're going to be chatting about the Halloween season two Halloween episode from Buffy. And 
We're so excited. This is the one, the one that I pushed for because I... She pushed hard for this, you guys. All you Buffy stamps out there, Megan Flood was pushing hard <laughs> for this episode. And I didn't know what season it was from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really big fan. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode, it is actually really good. It got me into binging. Once I watched it, mm-hmm. I just got fully immersed in all of Buffy. Um, this episode in particular, it's just so good. You get a sense of all the characters. Yes. Like, I would say even if you haven't watched all of Buffy, if you start at this episode and just, like, go through, like, it's a good place to start. It's a, Yeah, it's true. And this is the introduction of... Um, Seth Green's character, sweet, sweet um, Oz. Yes. Sweet Oz's introduction. And it is like everything that I wished for as a teenager of like a boy looking at me and just thinking, who is that girl? Like, tr- uh, and, and it, anyone more deserving than Willow to get like that love and adoration? I don't think anyone does. I, I think she's the most deserving of that love. Yes. She's so sweet. I love Oz and and Willow. Like, I know they're Tara and Tara and Willow stands forever and ever. Like, I have no problem with Tara. But like, Oz, I'm obsessed with Oz. I can't help it. And I think that might be why I love this episode so much. It's (laughs) because he's just like, who is that girl? Well, and she's like, oh, no, I'm going to be a ghost because I. Okay, so let's break out. We're going to get ahead of ourselves. Okay. So it starts so, on Halloween. Yeah, it starts on Halloween. And um, there's a Halloween shop that everyone goes to. Not everybody, but a good chunk of it's the students cool go to. It's a cool store. So they're like, oh, we're going to check it out because they've got new stuff unlike Party City. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going to switch it up and try this new store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they go to the store and Xander picks out. A, uh, soldier. a soldier outfit. Willow gets the ghost, and um, Buffy pulls out this like Victorian print, pink Victorian princess one. Well, she doesn't even pull it out. The like owner of the shop is like, "You should totally wear this one." Yeah, well, because also at the beginning of the episode, you know, Cordelia always trying to get uh. with Angel. So, you know, Buffy's like, I can't be a normal girl. So for Halloween, I could be like an old school, the girls that you grew up with. Yes, yes. She's like, I want to like look like what you really are attracted to because I'll never be like Cordelia. She's the most girly girl there ever has been. And and I won't be that. She can't be that. So that's why she dresses up in the Victorian garb and... Halloween night is upon us and the owner of the shop does some weird witchcraft shit mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden everyone who bought costs this is like the best fucking premise for an Halloween episode it really is so good everyone who bought costumes from his shop turns into that costume so this little old lady is giving these kids candy and it's like a little devil and like a little monkey and she's like here you go kids and then Mm -hmm. they're just this little kid just straight up turns into Satan and starts choking this old lady (laughs) she's like what the hell and also Willow so Willow has the ghost costume over 
her really hot girl shit costume mm-hmm. showing off that body yaddy. Yeah, it was. She was cute. She was cute. Like I would wear that today. Um, hello, and abs. So. Yeah, right. I'm like Willow is fucking ripped. <laughs> okay willow but she saw self-conscious you know like willow's the little girl next door like no i can't so she puts a ghost costume over so this bitch literally becomes a ghost yep she's walking through walls Mm -hmm. she's invisible (laughs) she's invisible she's everything that she wished for in that moment Mm -hmm. which is very sad which is very sad yeah and xander is Mm. his plastic gun becomes a real gun becomes a fucking ak-47 you just hear him like and he's and he's not even xander anymore he is like a soldier boy not actually he is up in this hoe he's like watch Watch me me superman that hoe (laughs) (laughs) so xander actually massacres everyone and that's the end of the episode also and then they roll credits <laughs> i will say there are two episodes of buffy the vampire slayer where i am so turned on by xander and it is this episode and then the one where he becomes the jaguar that escapes the zoo and se- i think it's season one maybe but like he when he becomes anything other than xander and he's like this like macho like like i'm like I'm not for war. I could do without war, but for like, sure. there is something about him in that uniform. Something about him in the uniform, and, and he's like just the like way taking he, charge. And at one point, Sarah, because also Buffy is like a damsel in distress, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh my god, I don't fight." And they're like, "What are we gonna do without the Slayer? Like, how are we gonna make it?" And at one point, he just scoops her up. <gasps> yes, and it's like, oh my, oh, god. it's so hot he's hot in this episode he is hot in this episode so they this is also because he at the beginning of the episode buffy like like beats up the guy who like was about to beat him up she like she she pushes in front of his masculinity and he's like how dare you do this i can fend for myself and so now he is roles have reversed with buffy when they have the costumes on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so spike is also this is also like kind of towards the beginning of spike and um you're right like if you just start watching this episode and you've never seen buffy before this will give you like a really good understanding of the characters you're totally right Mm -hmm. you're totally right Mm because yeah spike is then like oh my god we got all the halloween kids out here and and the Slayer is I'm really really good at his accent. You're so good. <laughs> I'm just looking at your face while I'm doing that, and I'm like I'm killing it. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Meryl could never. Meryl could never. Well, essentially, they people who got their costumes from the new costume store turn into their costumes, whatever that may be, and. Spike takes full advantage of it and he's like, I'm going to use all these monsters and people to kill Buffy finally. Yeah, yeah. And Angel and Xander and everyone is basically helping Buffy because she's like defenseless, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. yeah. And then um Giles comes in and he knows the guy who owns mm-hmm. the store and he's like, 
you better break this spell, motherfucker. And he's <laughs> just like whooping his ass and he's like, break it. And it's just the peak of its spikes about to pounce on Buffy. And then Giles just breaks the statue and the lift the spell is lifted. Spell's lifted. And then all these kids are like, I want my mommy. <laughs> Literally, they're uh, like literally in the traumatized. Like, they're like, oh my god, where am I? Where's my mommy? I'm scared. Mommy, mommy. But then Buffy comes back and she's like, hello, did you miss me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you like those sound effects? So good. I felt like I was there. I this is actually a foley room. Uh, I'm actually doing a foley session right now. So mm. wow, you guys. <laughs> she goes professional and just loses her fucking head mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah that is truly such a good episode it's a great episode i also like like i think that episode is if i'm not i could be mistaken but i think it's when you are the the reveal of giles being the ripper and like yes. it's like your first yes uh yes. time that you hear him called that and you're like yes. wait wait giles is just her watcher like he's giles he cleans his glasses every five seconds like he's harmless but he's got a past he's got a past he's got a past yeah oof, oof. that's why i had to start watching because i'm like i need to relive this yeah it's yeah. so good so good oof. great episode great fucking episode another fucking iconic episode of television is Boy meets world. What a in Oh my god, this so okay, we had a bit of a time with this episode <laughs> because it is technically not with they don't go in chronological order of the seasons. This episode is just like towards the end, not with any No, I think they do do it in order, but it's not technically a Halloween episode. Which is so bizarre because it's so spooky. And they they would play it every year during Halloween, but it wasn't like classified as a Halloween episode. Yeah, it wasn't written to be that. It was written post Corey and Topanga breakup and like, what are we going to do? Like, it's really about their breakup more than anything and it's not even about Halloween. Right. But they had they had no right to making this episode as scary as it was. No, they did. I do remember watching <laughs> this as a kid and being like scared. Like what writing on the wall, creepy man running Blood around on the chalkboard. Blood on the fucking chalkboard. Pencil through the skull. A extremely oversized pencil, which I never <laughs> realized until yesterday. The pencil is like one of those that you get at like a fair or something. Huge. You get at the maybe the book fair. Yeah. One huge. of those big ones. Huge. Right through right through the head. So yeah, it starts post breakup of Corey and Topanga. And they're just not really feeling each other. Corey's like, Sean, can we switch seats? I can't smell her hair. <laughs> I don't want to. And then this guy Kenny asked Topanga Kenny. for a pencil and then chaos and the chaos just ensues sean's like dude you know how many pencils i've gotten i know what you mean with your pencil and this was foreshadowing because sean's like you know i'm gonna kill you with the fucking pencil so they all get in this like big fight feeny's fucking over it and he gives them all detention and so when they're in detention 
there's this creepy janitor that starts to come up to the door. You hear the wheels squeaking outside. (laughs) Again, I'm a Foley artist today. (laughs) She's like, we got a setup so I could do all all the sound effects now. Yeah, you just tell the story and I will do the sound effects (laughs) behind you. Go ahead. So they all end up getting detention. That's the bell going off. They all get detention. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, it just, everyone starts dying, you know? It's true. Everyone does start dying. And then we get a little guest appearance. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So first off, Kenny gets a pencil straight to the forehead. Okay. And then Mr. Feeney gets scissors in the back. Yes. And then Jack and Eric show up. And they're like, you guys are soft. Everything's fine. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. And Sean, so Sean is like a horror movie fanatic. And he's like, no, you guys, we're in a horror movie. Here's what's going to happen. And things start happening and Sean's calling it out. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, Jennifer Love Hewitt comes out of like literally nowhere in the school literally could have walked through the lockers into onto her queue onto her spot not her queue and then her name's like <laughs> jennifer love freeman <laughs> like the writers were just like Fuck she it. could have looked directly into the camera at that moment too Truly. like it was that like jennifer love freeman <gasps> but eric just starts macking on her i mean lit like have you heard of consent it was bad just straight up tongue in her mouth just he says hi nice to meet you Foley. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it just starts like tugging her kissing her neck and she's like she's like oh, uh, uh. but she but then she gives into it i, I mean say, he looked like a good he kisser, did look though. like a good kisser he, he did like, lay it down i was like okay eric i see you <laughs> eric eric i see you and yeah, so they start making out and she becomes part of the, she becomes part of the fucking thing too. And then they find the janitor dead in the trash can. Yeah, the janitor's in the trash can dead. Everyone's just dropping like flies, dropping man. Dropping like flies. So then they start like roaming the halls and they're like, okay, let's go to the library. The smallest library. They're like, let's split up. And there's like three rows of three like rows. tiny, <laughs> tiny rows. Yeah. People, oh, Eric and Jennifer Love, who it? Who it? Who it? Jennifer Love, who it? They die via books falling on them. <laughs> They like crash on top of her from the top shelf, and she's like, "I'm dying." Angela and Jack get pushed out the window. Yeah, because Jack is like, "I don't want to live anymore. I can't afford my rent. If he if he's dead, I can't afford my rent. I don't want to live anymore." <laughs> he like, He starts to jump out the window, but Angela convinces him to get off the window ledge. But then, <gasps> masked man pushes them off, and the, the last people ledge. standing are Corey and Topanga and Sean. And then they're like, who are you? And the guy with the mask reaches down. Sean reaches for the mask. No, before that, though, they're like, who are you? What are you doing? What do you want with us? And he like (laughs) takes their hands and like Corey and Topanga's hands and makes them intertwine. And they're like, and then he pulls, then Sean pulls the mask off. And then there was Sean. It was Sean was the killer the whole fucking time. 
And then you see the dreamy little wave sequence transition and... It was all a dream! Sean wakes up in detention, having dreamt the whole thing. (sighs) Wow. Because he was so traumatized from their breakup that... He felt like it was was his fault. Yeah. For some reason. Love that episode. It was always my favorite. I always remember the... um, the promo for that episode was Angela pointing at the chalkboard and screaming because she's her bit was to scream the whole episode. She was the screamer. So when they were like, this is coming up next on Disney Channel, it'll always be like her pointing at the chalkboard and screaming. I remember mm-hmm. that visual in mm-hmm. my head. Yeah. But that was really one of my absolute favorite episodes. Yeah. You know what else? It's one of my favorite episodes, Halloween episodes. What? Freaks and Geeks. Which Ugh. has such a good transition from the Boy Meets World episode because the reason Corey and Topanga broke up is because he kissed Lauren, who is played by Cardellini. Linda. Linda Cardellini. I know. You see what I did there? I know. I see what you did there. Cardellini, comma. Cardellini got a Corey kiss. <laughs> what did you just say? I said Corey. Cor- Cardellini got a Corey. <laughs> what is the difference? A Corey kiss. A Corey kiss. Corey Matthews. All I heard was Cardellini got a kiss. Oh my oh, god! Man. So freaks and geeks. This episode, tricks and treats, is so fucking good it's so good i think you could say that for every freaks and geeks episode like no it but this one in particular i will i mean i will always hate networks for canceling that show after one season and even if it wasn't like an all like a literal now all-star cast that we know and love even if that didn't happen like and think the cards didn't play out to where they all became famous right like look at that like even if that didn't happen and it was just like actors that you don't even know, it's still such a great show. So good. The writing is so great. The dad in this episode, like we were crying. I mean, the acting on this show, it's so good. But yeah, so the dad real. is so fucking funny in this episode. Just he, his one liners. We, like, were, we were freaking and geeking at we were it. Freaking, man. I was geeking hard. <laughs> oh, my god yeah i think the kiss of death for freaks and geeks was that a it was ahead of its time and b it was on friday nights yes yes which is like so like come on yeah like you can't do that right it's not fair so i specifically remember watching this episode with my mom on a friday night yeah yeah i didn't watch this when it was on because i think i was too young but i've seen it at least twice all the all the way through um yeah just in my adult years because it's just so fucking great it's so good oh of course paul feig wrote this episode oh yeah paul who is the mastermind behind bridesmaids the heat and many many other comedy classics he wrote this episode and it is just so so good we start with sam and his squad (laughs) The Geek Squad. The Geek Squad. <laughs> and Don't sue us, Best Buy. <laughs> and they're basically like, we don't know if we want to trick or treat. 
Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're too old. We're too, we're too, which I don't get. I never told my parents I was too old to go trick or treating. Never. I, I was, was like, I'm going out and getting that fucking yeah. candy, dude. I specifically remember being like 17 and wearing like my regular like clothes and being like, I'm Ashley Simpson. I'm a rock star. Give me your fucking candy. Like, I don't got to explain shit to you. See, I think through, I think ages 15 through 17, 14 through 17, maybe, um, that was like the slutty, the slutty Halloween clothes mm-hmm. that I could get away with for my parents. Like, it was like, they were supposed to be slutty, but like, maybe I bought a size too big just so they wouldn't think like mm-hmm. it was that slutty. But like, right. that was the era. I didn't, I, I was all up in that like sexy Peter Pan or sexy Tinkerbell or Sexy Scooby Doo. <laughs> Ruby one, Ruby Rags. <laughs> but it's so cute because the kids are totally like, we don't want to trick or treat or be at home. But the mom is like so excited. Yeah. She wants them to trick or treat. She yeah. thinks that her daughter is going to stay home with her. And, you know, she's the one that's more hyped than the kids are at yeah. one point. And then the dad's just like his normal, like grouchy, like grouchy, curmudgeon. I mean, he just even his physicality, he makes like the, the way he just stands there with his hand on his hip, like, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> it's just like he could say one sentence, say you're just like it's the delivery, dying. it's the delivery. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Yeah, man. So, so he doesn't. So Sam and his friends are trying to decide if they want to go trick-or-treating and um the mom and um freaking i'm gonna forget every character's name now because now i'm feeling like pressure like i can't remember anything Lindsay. (laughs) lindsey thank you so and lindsey traditionally every year um hands out candy with her mom to trick-or-treaters at their house and so she's planning on doing that um until Daniel and Kim and Nick are like, or at least Daniel and Kim are like, that's losery. You're going to go do that with your mom? Haha, you're such a fucking loser. (laughs) And I mean, it starts off weird. Their first interaction with Daniel and Kim in the episode, they pull up to the bus stop and Millie, her neighbor, Millie, if you guys have watched the show, bless her she is just a string bean she is a string bean nerdy ass bible she is the palm that you get on palm sunday <laughs> she's the palm you go home with on palm sunday she's just flapping she's so in the awkward. wind she's that skinny she's so awkward and they're like this is your bus stop and she's like yeah so automatically she's like oh god like i need to i'm not cool enough. i'm not cool and millie's like my friend and she's a fucking weirdo she's a loser she's a loser with her fun dip <laughs> so you could tell that she's like okay i need to like break out and not be at home or i'm gonna be like hanging out with millie mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So she's like, yeah, I'll totally hang out with you guys. We'll just like do whatever, which is AKA drive around. So she ditches her mom and Sam and his friends decide to go trick or treating. Yeah, because they feel the pressure because their teacher gives them crime and punishment and they have to read half the book over the weekend. Like, no, thank you. Do you know how thick this book is? 
And how tiny the words are. And how big they are also. I got in trouble so many times in school by te- mom. You might, my mother might just might be new information for her. But I got talked to by a lot of teachers in school because I never read the books I was supposed to. <laughs> they would be like, it's clear as day that like you're getting D's on your assignments because you're not reading the books or read the book. And I'm like, I don't. She's like, the font's too small. The font's so small. And they're like, bitch, get, have you heard of large print? <laughs> She's like, what's that? I can't read it. I can't read. The sign's too small. I don't, where's the library? I can't. <laughs> They're like, bitch, just get some cataracts or you're going to fail. Get some cataracts. <laughs> <laughs> Worse in your eyesight. Worse in your eyesight. And then do something <laughs> about it. Oh, man. So, so. they're like, okay, we got to have a little fun. So we're, we're going to go trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> <laughs> their costumes are so funny bill bill is like my favorite <laughs> bill is so awkward he dresses as the bionic woman and he's got his little bra on yeah. and his wig he looks cute though yeah he killed that costume i mean he does he did his lipstick better than i know some bitches okay yeah for his first time and who knows if it was his first time putting it on but like he he did a great job he did a good job and then i forget the little guy's name uh the one that's in love with um lauren with Lindsay. (laughs) Lindsay, i forget his name i was picturing her from um, boy meets world He dresses like Groucho Marx. No, he it was gonna be um Ch- Ch- Chaplin. Chaplin. Charlie Chap. It was gonna be Charlie Chaplin, but he kept thinking this mustache was Looked too like Hillary. Hillary. That's right. It was too <laughs> Hillary, so he went with Groucho Marx instead. So good. And then Sam was the robot from the day the Earth stood still. Yes. But he looked like the Tin Man. But he did look exactly Straight like the up. Tin Man. So they go trick or treating and it's it sucks it It sucks sucks. like everyone's making fun of them on the street everyone who opens a door for them like this little old lady who's smoking a cig she's like why you guys took it she's like you guys took a treating great that's too old y'all are too old to go trick-or-treating but here you go oh and the weird friend with the knife in his head yeah yeah oh god he he tags along too the weird friend that they have with the longer hair and the glasses who i mean let's be real did they just pull this kid from the street because he looks like the absolute version of a nerd (laughs) i mean sorry i don't even know if he was an actor i think they literally (laughs) they just put him on the camera they were like hey you Get yeah. get over get over they hey you get over here get over here they saw him at the mall and they were like you want to be in the pictures come on <laughs> over here <laughs> so yeah they're just getting roasted on the street these poor kids yeah yeah and then meanwhile his sister is just riding around wreaking havoc with the bad kids with the with the freaks with the freaks just breaking pumpkins and smashing pumpkins breaking mailboxes which is like okay guys like uh, like i i could smash some pumpkins like i i would feel bad but like i could go to sleep at night but then they started smashing the mailboxes and i was like uh, that is that is so shitty that's shitty <laughs> that that's is shitty. so shitty that's not cool i'd be like no i won't do that thank no, you thank thanks you. daniel i do want to kiss you but like no no I won't. And then the mom's having a shitty time at home 
because she's giving out loose cookies and all the kids are like, uh, our parents told us not to eat anything that's not wrapped. <laughs> so she's just got all the cookies. She's taken all the L's. Yeah. And after Lindsay ditched her ass. Yeah. Lindsay didn't even have the courtesy to tell her mom, I'm going to go out with my friends. She just is like, bye. I'll be back. Yeah. Everyone's just besides Lindsay in this, like throughout most of it, everyone's having a shitty time. Really shitty Halloween. And then the like peak of the episode is when uh they move on from mailboxes to like egging people the yeah. the freaks Lindsay and the crew and they hand her an egg and she and kim lean out the window and throw the egg at the first group of kid like freaks losers that they see and they throw it and they chunk it and it ends up being sam she eggs she her eggs brother her brother right in the fucking face right in the face yeah, and then she realizes it was him, turns around, picks him up, or I guess maybe she doesn't pick him up, but turns around, apologizes, and she feels like shit, so everyone's having literally the worst Halloween ever. And, you know, we've all been there, you know? Like, yeah. You know those times when, well, you wouldn't know because you were in Texas. Oh. But there were some times where, you know, you wanted to be a little hoochie or a little slutty, and it was too cold on Halloween, so your mom would make you wear a coat or even if it just didn't go with your aesthetic sometimes mm. you'd be like mom i don't want to wear this jacket because it's not right. going with the flow it's covering up my my cute sexy outfit my you sexy know, peter pan my sexy peter pan <laughs> and you know it's just so frustrating we've all had shitty yeah. halloweens and it's true the weirds definitely have a really bad one yeah and sam comes home and his dad's like, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> and then Lindsay comes in and they're like questioning Sam, like, who did this to you? What happened? And he's like, a bunch of freaks. And Lindsay's like, oh. She's like, oh, that sucks. But thank but you for not snitching. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't rat her out, which is great. Um, Yeah. And he just reads his book at the end of the night after dad checks on him. And Lindsay... After chatting with mom a little bit, goes and puts on a costume and joins their mom to hand out the last of their little candies that they got. Yeah. So. It ends up being a little cozy. And they've got a nice little acoustic guitar in the background. Yeah. That, and it's really sweet and and just cozy. The guitar lets you know that everything's whole again. Yeah. Things have mended. Yeah. And it's a sweet episode. I think Freaks and Geeks is so good at that, at like really playing up the comedy but like the it's comedic because of how realistic yeah they portray like the heartache how awkward it is and even though it's like set before we grew up you know like it's still so relevant because we still all go through that same cycle of like just wanting to fit in yeah and just wanting to fucking fit in finding your people and like you know if you're bridging one group to the other like Lindsay going from like being friends with Millie to (laughs) you know hanging out with this other crew it just it just I think every teenager should watch it at some point because they'll feel they'll relate to some aspect of the show totally and parents too yeah you know yeah like your kids are going through it don't forget don't forget don't be an asshole (laughs) right you were a kid too we're a 
kid wants to. I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. Foley. Um, it's such a good episode. Such a good episode. Yes. Yes. Damn. Another awkward yet hilarious person that we grew up worshiping. Wor- like truly, truly would have a, sh- pro- I would probably have a shrine. I mean, if I met her to this day, I don't know what I would do. She's one of the most <laughs> spectacular humans. One of the funniest people with the best timing known to mankind. In the world. <laughs> well, you know. In the world. If you talk like this, then this Probably one person. Chelsea. Chelsea. We're talking about. That's a raven. It's a future I can see. That's a raven. It's a mysterious me. Yep, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) We actually got Raven in the studio with us. She's here. Raven. (laughs) Raven, how's your day going so far? It's great. She always talks like that when she gets hyped. You know what I mean? Oh, God, that's a raven. That's so raven. And this is the episode where she turns into she and Chelsea turn into fucking cows. And I think you you can just see the image of them with the snouts at the Halloween party. So I just had an epiphany. If you listen to Doja Cat, if you're an OG Doja Cat fan, she blew up because she had a song, Bitch, I'm a Cow. The original cow was Raven. So Doja, Raven walked so Doja Cat could run. So I'll say so. That was great. Just had to put that. I just, I literally just had that epiphany and I was like, oh my God, she was a cow, bitch. I'm a cow. Anyway, Raven and Chelsea are at the chill grill. The chill and grill. <laughs> dad makes them some food because if, lest we forget that, um, Raven's dad was a chef and owned this restaurant. So he made them some food, but he got their burgers switched up. And, and so Chelsea, Chelsea took a bite of, of the, the actual burger. And she was like, oh my God. She was freaking the fuck out. Because if you didn't know, Chelsea, Raven's best friend, is a vegetarian. Is a veggie. Yep. Yep. So she was shook. Shook. She So then she started wearing this like pin that had a cow on it with like uh, a cross out of it. Like she was like, I will not eat meat, even though it tasted so fucking good. And, you know, I have been with veg friends who have accidentally eaten meat and they really do have mental like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not funny, but it kind of is. She's, it's funny, it's not funny hi- but she's but laughing. She's laughing. <laughs> it's funny in hindsight, like in hindsight, just because in the moment they are so pressed like cr- like i've literally seen friends cry vomit because they thought vomit? they ate meat yeah one time todd accidentally um ate something and he he barfed did they laugh afterward he didn't laugh but i was laughing because if you've listened <laughs> to previous episodes vomiting makes me chuckle <laughs> Um, so yeah, it is a real thing. People do have like if they think that they eat meat and they're veg, they do yeah. lose their shit. Damn, damn. Re- I mean, rightfully so. Yeah. I mean rightfully that so. just ruins 
not only like a it's mental like a state that you have, too. right, right. It's like it, it, it also throws off whatever track record you're on with like keeping this, uh, with with not eating meat. Yeah. So Chelsea's all like, <laughs> I eat a cow and wears this pin around. Meanwhile. Alana, who is played by Adrian Balon, completely forgot about that. We're watching this episode, and I'm like, "Wait, is that Adrian? And is this pre-Cheetah Girls? Pre-Cheetah Girls? Adrian Balon plays this the really bitchy popular girl, and she is throwing this huge party that Raven and Chelsea are not invited to. But what's his name is? But Eddie is Eddie, invited. Eddie is how do Chelsea and Raven come across the spell book that they use? It's like her, like Chelsea's grandma's or something. It was Raven's grandma's because Raven's, Raven's grandma's. grandma was also psychic. Yes. So they look up a spell that will give them anything that they want and they make a potion for it <laughs> and it works. And they wish that they will go to the party, that Alana will invite them to the party and that they will have the best costumes and they will be they will win the costume contest. So they do it. And they make this spell, and it seems like it's working, but then Chelsea's cow pin falls into the potion. To the pot. And into the cauldron. Halloween. (laughs) And that's when havoc ensues. Then Chelsea and Raven just slowly start turning into cows. Starts with the ears. It's so stupid. It's so stupid, but it's so fucking funny <laughs> like they've got their hair in the towels they're like getting ready for the night and then raven takes their hair down and chelsea's like oh my god those ears are so funny and she's like what are you talking what? about and then she's like oh my god my ears and the way these big fucking <laughs> the way they wiggle robot themselves. ears are moving <laughs> it is so the prosthetics the prosthetics are. for me really geek me out I love, I just, I forgot how great the two of their dynamic was, uh, Raven and Chelsea. Chelsea. And now it reminds me of another duo. Another little duo? Another little chocolate and vanilla duo. (laughs) It does. No, but their physicality <laughs> together, they are it's so good. So That's what makes this funny. show so fun Truly. is because they are their timing is so great and they work so well together. And another thing we were saying yesterday too is I miss the days of like when you were a teenager and you just didn't fucking care about your social media presence. Mm, like yeah. they were just fucking goofy. They went yeah. all and it wasn't about like, you know, notoriety or like how cute you are. It was just like, let me just be a fucking let me just idiot. Be a fucking idiot. No one does that anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even w- like, I, there are some people who do that. Don't get me wrong, but right. it is far and wide in between. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Everything is just so calculated. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just fucking stupid. And I'm so glad I had that growing up because I could be fucking stupid too. Yeah. And not care so much. Like, well, because everything is so like 
immediate in your, in response to what you do now. Like if, if someone posts something on TikTok, it's at most three minutes, but most of the time it's like 15 to 60 seconds. So that response is so immediate. So they have to be so put together in the moment to get something really fucking funny. And then, but there's no room, there's no room to be a, a fucking weirdo and improvise around like what bit you're doing or what video you're making or like everything is just so quick. Right. So there's no room like kids are not learning to just explore and just like move their fucking body and like just be fucking weirdos yeah and make mistakes take l's you know like everything is like so like like you said it's this little time constraint it's like okay i've got 60 seconds to be the funniest version of myself Mm -hmm. the best version of myself there's like no room to grow or just be fucking stupid yeah like everything is so precise now yes and like even just watching the show like that episode it was so nice because i just remember being little and like watching her yeah and just being like i can be totally goofy and it helps so much later in life with like improv and like yeah you know that side of my life like i was able to really like let go yeah yeah absolutely 100 percent agree raven so they turn into cat i mean long story short they They turn turn into into cows cows. and they go to the party whilst still turning into cows they've got hoofs they've got snouts oh my god they've got trying to pick up the cups (laughs) with her hooves (laughs) like physical comedy physical comedic timing Mm. raven she's got it has it all she's the full fucking package truly oh my god it's so good and the prosthetics get better the fate like they did look like yeah pretty good cows yeah it was good it was good and then there was literal cows yeah they turn into (laughs) they fully turn into cows and they have cows on the dance floor at this party Chelsea and Raven are cows and they win the costume contest. Alana has a fit. Alana has a fucking fit in her stupid costume that like, no, I, who, like, what, what was, was she? that? It what was, was just she? like green. Like it was weird. Yeah. So strange. You Definitely tried. from Party City. <laughs> Definitely. For sure. Yeah. And meanwhile, her brother and her dad. <laughs> Corey. Oh yeah, they have kind of a similar thing as to Freaks and Geeks, Geeks which totally. I just realized. Oh my god, you guys! Wow, the revelations we are having in this episode—it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm but dead. yes, it's very similar yeah. to Freaks and Geeks, yeah. where you know Corey is like, "I don't want to trick or treat with you, Dad. I want to go by myself with my friends. I want to do hood rat stuff." with my friends yeah and dad is sad like like um lauren's mom lauren god what? damn it it's fucking it's linda Lindsay. L- listen though her real name is linda <laughs> she plays Lindsay in freaks and geeks and lauren for a few episodes in boy meets world like don't come for me <laughs> You right, you right, you right, you right, you right. <laughs> but there, yeah, there's a sw- similar little like uh, uh, storyline through line for them in that as well. And Corey goes out with his weird little friend and comes back and didn't get any candy or didn't get any any candy at all. No, his friend his was friend. dressed as a remote that like kept 
Yeah. He did fix his wiring, so he set off all the car alarms in the neighborhood. (laughs) And uh, dad goes out trick-or-treating, got a shit ton of candy, and... uh, and they mend in the end and um, they go they end up going trick-or-treating together yeah which is super cute it's cute but it's it's a silly episode every every episode of raven is silly but that one in particular when they turn into full-on cows is something for the ages yes it is so good also i don't think we'll have time but if you guys get a chance the sweet life of, <laughs> of Zach, Zach and Cody. Cody. The Halloween episode. The Halloween episode where they're in the hotel room and it's haunted and it's just it's it's a hoot. Check it's, it out if you don't remember silly. it. All I'm gonna say is I'll take a check. <laughs> London. Oh my god. London Tipton is an entity. An entity. That episode <laughs> is so silly. And it's also goofy. Sister Sister. Sister Sister is a good one too. Sister Sister is where we will we promise we will do a full ass episode of For Sister sure. Sister. Yeah. Because that show means so much to me and I'm sure you and just mm-hmm. like I'm my God. Um, oh yeah. But we watched that Halloween episode. It's really great and it's so very silly. funny. Oh my gosh. They definitely <laughs> add those to your spooky list. Yeah. For laughs and shenanigans. Laughs and shenanigans. And uh, add us to your subscription list for goofy laughs and s- shenanigans. Wow. Great transition, Megan. Thank you very much. You can follow us at <laughs> limited to TWO on instagram and make sure you like and subscribe wherever you're listening to your podcast wow, wow. This, we've had so much fun in this booth so much thanks fun. again to tightrope tightrope recording with max it's been a blast thank you guys thank you